Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. SB Super Bowl L I V B L E A V, the Believe Podcast Network. This is a best of radio row for Super Bowl L I V in Miami. Four days, four days of great interviews. This is Joshua Fisher, one of the producers of the Believe Podcast Network, also a host of the Charity Stripe. You'll hear a lot of voices on this one. Cam Rogers, also of the Believe Network, Believe in Ravens Football, and Ryan Dyrud, LAFB, Los Angeles Football Network, Believe in Them. He's on this, and my co-host of the Charity Stripe, Alex, toss me the rock to Sopolis. We're interviewing a bunch of great guys. we got the Williams brothers, Quinn and Quincy Williams up first. Then we got Ike Taylor up second. Brandon Flowers up third. Fourth, closing it out. we got Carlos Dunlap. All right. Enjoy. Enjoy the Super Bowl. We out you. We love you. Williams bros up first. Bang, bang. The dream work <laughs> over here. We got Quinn and Williams and Quincy Williams on the mic with us at Radio Row Super Bowl Day Four. It's been flying by, guys. How are we doing today? I'm doing good. Doing good. To a good morning, man. Good. Yeah, it's a good morning. I want to talk some football with you guys, but first, I want to talk American Cancer Society. Mm-hmm. That's what we're talking about today, right? Talk to me about your involvement with that, guys. Oh, uh, we did some great stuff, man. I gave out uh, Super Bowl tickets to. Uh, an individual who um, battling cancer, he also he beat cancer three times. Really? Uh, and still volunteer, still do things that a normal person wouldn't do, uh, like volunteer his time, um, clean up different things, volunteer firefighter, different things like that. Uh, so I've teamed up with Breast Cancer, American Cancer Society, and helping individuals like that. Um, we do a lot of stuff and going to go speaking to people, going to um, different homes. Yeah. Uh, such as like like uh, what's called. Um, the, the homes, they're just like homes where yeah. cancer survivors and things like that go, or cancer, people with cancer go and get their treatment and things like that. Um, just to put smiles on a few faces, sign autographs, take pictures and different things like that. Just so spending anything, time with them. Yeah, spending time with them. So anything the American Cancer Society need us to do, we're there to do it. So How do you guys get involved with them? Um, I believe uh, we, we we had like a great store. And I feel like uh, our PR people, our uh, agents, agents and things like that, uh, knew the route we wanted to go to leave our legacy, knew the route we wanted to go to impact the community and things yeah. like that. So I believe they reached out to uh, American Society, and American Society uh, was like, no problem. Like, we, that's somebody who we want to be with. Yeah, we're not going like, to say, yeah, yeah, man, not going to say so, no to that. Yeah. Especially, especially the call, especially the big, like, like how much impact, like, we've been impacted by it and how much we into it, like, it's nothing that we just did because it yeah. getting clout or something like that. No, no, right. I mean but it's, it's something yeah. like we really, we really look up to. We really just do. Yeah, really one, care about one of my yeah. buddies, the guy I sat next to in uh, in eleventh grade, he had cancer. Came down with cancer, and we all shaved our heads. We each raised like three grand to yeah, pop. St. Baldrick's. And then, you know, I did it senior year, and I ended up doing it my freshman year of college, mm-hmm. which wasn't great for the ladies. But you know what? Sometimes <laughs> you guys, sometimes you got to make some sacrifices here and there. Um, do you guys get involved when you turn pro or when you were in college, though? Uh, I got involved when I was turning pro. Like, nice. The okay, once you yeah. yeah. Yeah, when I left college and things like that, doing the draft process, just because I got a lot of time. Yeah. Uh, now I'm just doing the offseason things like that in college, you really don't got time. Yeah, yeah. no, college, you got to go to class, go yeah, to, sure. especially with Saban, man. I'm sure yeah, that guy's yeah. on your ass to do everything all, <laughs> all, all, all the time, man. Uh, how was it turning pro, boys? Fun? Good first year? Man, it was amazing. It was amazing. Like, it was amazing. Look at that smile on his face. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, man. 
very different college. It was amazing, like just from practicing to hanging out with your teammates to like you got a lot more free time. Like, you got a lot of free time. Yeah, like, you guys have an interesting story because you guys got both drafted in the same draft. Yeah, definitely. So, did you know you're going to be in New York? Do you have a feeling you're going to be there? Nah, I had a feeling. I ain't have a feeling at all. I'm gonna be in New York. I ain't know I'm gonna go that high like I went. So, you didn't think you were going to go that high? Nah. That nah, makes nah, one nah, of us. Nah. Uh, <laughs> now, you, I heard, like, you know, you look at the mock draft stuff, but they prepare you like the mock drafts ain't really, like, true. So yeah, like, it oh never works God. out exactly like that. Yeah, no, one, yeah. no one had Cleveland going so for like, So it's like, you be like, oh, man, like, I can't potentially go number one. Yeah. But, like, don't get my hopes up. So yeah, it could be anywhere. I really, I really just like, man, I'm just blessed to be here. Like, I'm just blessed to be in this room with all these great guys in here, man. And just, man, a lot of people don't get the chance to even – Go to the draft, yeah. Like in the first round, like they only take a certain amount of guys, mm. so it was just amazing to beat us. So I didn't really care. And Man. you snuck it on day two, baby. Yeah, I most definitely didn't think I was going that high. So uh, I mean, I knew that, but I mean, of course, a lot of people didn't have me at the high. Talk, heard about a lot of free agency and stuff like that, but I mean, came in third round, called my name, bro. What was the feeling like for each other, like when he got drafted and you got drafted? Um, I was actually he was, at he was his in my own when I got drafted. So uh, that day was more about him. I was uh, happy for him that day. Yeah, the biggest thing. So everything was about him. That was the biggest thing. And I was like, and then when they called his name, it was exciting and stuff like that. Yeah, man. And then and then you're the next day, and then this, and then everyone's like, all right, Quincy, let's go, baby. (laughs) He got no. Actually, we weren't even thinking of that because we didn't think he was gonna go that high. So everybody was just basically like chilling, like yeah, everyone's just hanging out, like playing Xbox. (laughs) It's like the best surprise you could ever get, though. Yeah, yeah. We're just chilling, and then like I got I got it first. Yeah. Because I think one of my people, like, going through the draft, I know people like that. They, they call me, they like, your brother just got dressed to the Jaguars. And I think it came on TV. Yeah. And he seen it. And I was like, bro, like. Yeah, we were right first called me, like, right after. He that's called me. amazing. He called me, like, right man. after the Jaguars called me. I was like, dang, that's he crazy. Was like, he was like, man, I'm trying to call. I'm trying to talk to this. I'm trying to talk to that. I'm like, man. Yeah. That's crazy, <laughs> dude. You guys are so far away from each other. Yeah, but now, we still right? find time to see That's each good. other. Though. That's yeah, good. Yeah, well, we, we guys went to different schools too. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, you're used to it. Yeah. yeah, you're used to that. The whole, the whole. How do you end up at Murray State? Uh, I ended up at Murray State because I was late qualifier. So the biggest thing, but the biggest thing, it was a, it was like a family town. It's a small town. Yeah. Everybody knew everybody. Yeah. So uh, that was the biggest thing. That's why I harped on when I picked Murray State, just yeah. because it was like the family atmosphere. Yeah. Why do you pick Alabama? Bad school for football. <laughs> Alabama the school. Uh, d- yeah, the n- it's amazing, dude. Man, nah, I picked Alabama. I had a lot of options, man. You know, I, was, I had a lot of options, man. But Alabama is just, I feel like, man, you just, you want to be the best at what you be. You got to play with the best. You want, like, you got to be the best. You got to perform the best. You got to train the best. Just like you want to be a doctor. Like, you can't yeah, hang around. Yeah, dude, no, you can't. Business, be- you can't hang around business, man. You got to hang around doctors. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I'm so saying. So that's how yeah. I felt, man. I felt like I want to be the best. So it's like I got to compete with the best. I got to go with the best. I got to get coached by the best. So I just feel like Bama was the the best. So. Yeah, who for both of you guys coming into the league, who was the biggest role model on your team? So on the Jaguars, on the Jets, who was the guy that you kind of that took you under your wing, you looked up to and helped you become a pro? Because you guys both got significant playing time. Yeah. Like that defense is ferocious. For and real. you guys got some ballers on the Jets mm-hmm. too, you know, especially on the line. So who are the guys that really took you under their wing uh, and got you started? The guy looked up the most to was because he from my city was yeah. Marcel Darius. Mm-hmm. So that's the biggest thing because I know like he got the same background I'm coming from, same city. Yeah. So it's like, all right, he's in the lead now. Just like show me how to be a pro. But for my position, it was Miles Jack. 
Yeah. <laughs> I've seen, I saw him play live against the Long, we're Longhorns. And I saw him when UCLA came, and that oh, dude yeah. was fast. <laughs> that yeah, he could have returned kicks. Now. I think he was a running back at one. But he was like yeah, a running back in college, I think dude. He was like the Heisman for. Uh, he was up for the Heisman running back and linebacker. Yeah, he was a. Was he crazy. was out of control. Uh, I, that's a great one. And Marcel Darius, is he's from your town. Yeah, he's yeah. From Birmingham. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Another dude that went three overall. That's crazy. Hey, he went to. He ain't went to Alabama. I know, man. I thought I was gonna get it. Like, I thought I was gonna do a number two or something, like, or number one like that, so I could be like on the highest. <laughs> the highest. <laughs> I know, man. Yeah. I, you almost yeah, had. Yeah, you almost they, had him. That's the yeah. They had called us like, oh man, like you could have been the highest in Alabama history. And I'm yeah. like, <laughs> at least I'd have made some history. Right? <laughs> yeah, that right. Hey, but the crazy part is we used to go to his camps when we were younger. Yeah, yeah. We used to go to Marcel Darius football camps when we was in middle school. So it was like, dang, like, you that old. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> Give him shit, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, what Bobby up, Grandpa? Like, yeah. <laughs> I all the time. Like, what's up, Grandpa? Yeah. It's <laughs> a big dude to mess with, man. You guys are ballsy. I love it. How about you, man? Who's the guy you looked up to uh, and then took I your first went, uh It was uh, Steve McClendon. Yeah. Uh, Steve McClendon, man, 12 He's years. He's the underrated dude, man. man. 12 years in the NFL, man. Played with guys like Trevor Palomalo. Yeah. Uh, played with guys like Karen Hayward, man. Just different. He's been around football a long time. So, man, he he took me up on his wing immediately almost. He mm-hmm. showed me the ropes on everything. Showed me the ropes on New Jersey. Showed yeah. me the ropes on yeah. uh, being a pro inside and outside. Like, everything so it's like hell like i want to play 12 years i want to play 10 plus years so it's like to have somebody who's doing it at an elite level still like 12 years and the different things how he take care of his body different things he different vitamins he take man i'm i learned from all i learned everything in one year yeah a couple more questions for you guys i know you guys are big gamers Mm -hmm. oh yeah what was it like first time playing as yourselves in madden I got myself on Ultimate Team first. I ain't play a quick play. I'm a, I'm a big. I play video games. Like, yeah. The world. Like, so He's I, a gamer. I was on Ultimate Team, so I got myself on Ultimate Team. I had to, I had went and actually spent 1999 <laughs> to get some coins to get my Elite card. I ain't, want, I ain't want the regular card. Where did, yeah, yeah. did Quinn yeah. Williams' draft money go? Right to Ultimate Team. <laughs> <laughs> so I went, I went, I went and got nine. I went and paid 1999 for the coins to get the uh, my Elite card. So I laid my elite card like a 90, 97. Damn. So I'm like, I was going crazy. We're doing like, that when we get home. We'll get you. We'll get you both, guys. Yeah, this guy's an ultimate team all the time. I was going crazy with my ultimate team, dude. Mine's, uh, I think I actually played him first. Yeah. yeah. My dude. I think I ended up, he was like, bro, you fast on him? I was like, yeah. yeah. I was like, yeah. But I the first like, thing I noticed, they had me in some land sharks. I was like, yeah, I got to hit them up by these cleats. His speed outrageous. Edit player real quick. Yeah. <laughs> you, got, you, got, you got him, like, so, like, you got him and Miles Jack in, both on super fast. Yeah. So it's like, you try to run the ball, like, outside. You, know, you, you can't eat you, 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 man. you guys play against each other ever? Uh, I play uh, against each other, but not with myself, though. Like, when I play against people, I don't play with the Jets. Yeah. Yeah. I go play with, like, I play most on Ultimate Team. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if man. I quit play somebody, I play with, like, the Ravens. Or, Ky- or Kyler, dude. You just got to. You just want to. You just want to. Yeah, QB like, can run, right? Yeah. 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 I mean, you yeah. guys are you guys are our age. When we were, yeah. like, uh, Madden 04th, Michael Vick was, like, the biggest. Yeah, Michael, yeah. Big, so everybody tried to get Michael Vick. Like, you used to, like, run to the back of the end zone and yeah, then beat yeah. every single guy. Like, online, <laughs> like, when you play online now, everybody play with Baltimore. Yeah, everybody so, did. So it's like, the RPO, bro. Yeah, like, I know man. how to stop it though. I'm, I'm a man freak. So how, what's it like real. defending that shit? I know how to, all right, so look, cause I had to do the same thing with him. So I go get the Rams. Yeah. And then I put Jalen at nickel, and then I run the nickel defense, and then uh, I always put, I put Jalen on, on uh, 
Dang, I put Jaden on quarterback spot. Yeah. So I already know, like, I got one I got one corner that's out, but I still got two corners checking people. Yeah. So that's how I do it. <laughs> you guys are, you guys are going to be D coordinators someday with, like, the oh, way yeah, this is sure. going. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we'll go back to real football for a quick second. Uh, but actually, go back to video games. You guys play NFL Street before? Yeah. That was, that was the yeah. game, dude. That was the, that was the game growing up. But back to real football. Things are going in the right direction for both organizations. Mm-hmm. Jets, Jaguars. What's one thing you want to see the team and yourselves do in year two as a pro to get to that next level, to get to the playoffs? Jaguars back to the playoffs a couple years yeah. ago. They were, in the a- they were a couple inches away from the AFC Championship. Jets turned like on like hell. Away. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. Jets. Games, yeah, like yeah. It's crazy, dude. I mean, TB12, what are you going to do, you know? And the, uh, <laughs> He's a big Pats fan. Yeah, the, uh, and then Jets, man, turned it on like hell at the end of the season. So next year, what's one thing you want to see the team do going forward? Uh, I would say being consistent. Yeah. That's the biggest thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How about you, Kiwa? I say for the team, just just had the same mentality we had at the end of the season. Like, yeah. Everything was clicking like a train. Yeah, Everything man. was clicking. Everything yeah. was clicking. Like practice was clicking. Everything was clicking. So, Everybody's healthy, too. Uh, yeah. yeah. So I feel like uh, the yeah, same mentality that we had, the same yeah. mentality that we had, man, like just keep it going. Like, yeah. Everybody, everybody felt how they felt at the end of the year. Everybody seen how they felt at the yeah. end of the year. Yeah. And like myself, I just feel like, man, I could have did so many things different in game. Like, you know how at the NFC, you like, yeah. man, this play right here, I would have did this. But just learn from everything I did that I should have did. Right yeah, you know I think it's, like, not harping on it or, yeah. like, in like looking back. I mean, we'll film something, and yeah. I'll watch it back or I'll listen back You're when like, we record. Man, I said this. Yeah, like, I'm like, oh, that yeah. would have been such a funny line yeah. or, like, that would have been a great point. Oh, but, you know, best yeah. Best not to, like, get like, down best on yourself yeah, and you just yeah. got to look forward yeah, and see how you But it's just, like, looking forward to the next opportunity to do that right. That's why I can't wait. Like, I mean, like, I got to make sure, like, Next opportunity, I'm gonna do that right. So you're staying hungry. Yeah. yeah. Are you guys a lot to say who you hope they draft or now? Who? I don't who? really know who. who <laughs> who's who's know. available? Man, I don't even know who in the draft, honestly. Judy, that's who y'all both. That's my dog, Jerry Judy. Here. Is, 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 Judah over here somewhere. Really? Yeah. yeah that's my dog, man. That, that, yeah, dude. He, that boy should go. He could go number one. He should go number one. He's so freaking fast. Dude. Awesome, I, we're, dude. Behind, we're behind yeah, Chase yeah, and yeah, Burrow, yeah, man. Oh, yeah, so crisp. Yeah. He, he, he go, yeah. <laughs> for, for wide receivers. Yeah, right? The route's outrageous, man. Who, is, who man, are the craziest guys you've down. seen practicing against or playing against? You're like, whoa. That When you get to the pros, you're on the defensive side. In the pros? Yeah. Probably be Lamar Jason. Yeah. Yeah. I seen I seen uh I played we played against uh Tom Brady. How's that? <laughs> Goat. Just his mannerism like I played against uh, preseason against uh, Drew Brees. Is that oh, awesome? Man, it was crazy how small he was. Yeah. Like man, you was small, like yeah, yeah that was crazy. <laughs> he's like five Is he like our size? They'll tell you yeah, he will tell you like how they'll tell you like he is small. He's a small quarterback and then you get out there you be like, Bro, like Yeah. He's really small. Little, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like but like Tom Brady is outrageous. His yeah. mannerism outrageous, like, Where is that? Like you be like He's intense. Like it's Yeah, dude. Yeah. He like owns the feeling. You yeah, walks like, in the room like, and you man, feel the presence, dude. Like, yeah. How about you, Quincy? Um, mine would have to be first game, Tyreek Hill. Oh, yeah. It was like a blur. Dude, that guy's. Oh, look, that's the dude right there who played long snap for USC. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, the, yeah, the blind long he's snapper. Amazing. Oh, my he's God. Amazing, yeah. There's so many good long, long snapper stories. We had one of our buddies, a long snapper for Texas, and he was a, he was a Green Beret. 
Yeah, 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 it's crazy. Yeah. Really crazy stuff, guys. But yes, Quentin, Quincy, thank you guys so much for Thanks, joining guys. us. Yeah, yeah, we love to having y'all. All right, yeah. American Cancer Society, guys, go support it for these boys yeah. and for everyone out there. All right, yeah. good luck next season, fellas. Kick some uh, ass. All right, all right of course, y'all. Those guys are great. They're just here to hang out. So I just want to game with them, honestly. I know that I, I think at Radio Row, everyone's on a time crunch, right? So you're bouncing from 15-minute spots, 15-minute spots. You really can't be here and just, you know, shoot the shit for like an hour. But the minute I brought up Madden, these dudes lit up like a Christmas tree. We could have been there for hours. I just want to pull up an Xbox, little TV, and rip a sesh. That's all. They play with the Ravens. I play with Russell Wilson. That's my guy. Number three. Won't wear it out. Cornerback time. This is listen. This is some serious cornerback talk. You do not want to miss this. This guy knows his knows his shit. He almost when he when he talks about the Pittsburgh Steelers, he legitimately I thought he was gonna jump over this thing and lay me out. I wouldn't have complained. You guys know I'm all for that. Joshua Fisher, the charity strike. By the way, the Believe Podcast Network. You'll hear Ryan Dirud of LA Football Network. You'll also hear Cam Rogers of Believe in Ravens, plus my co-host Alex Tossman the Rock Tosopoulos of the Charity Stripe. Here we go, Ike Taylor. 54 Radio Row, IT, two-time Super Bowl champion and co-host on the Believe Network, Ike Taylor. Dude, first of all, thank you so much for being on the network. We love having you. Man, I appreciate y'all giving me that invite. I love, I, I look forward on Tuesdays dude. to doing it, me and Mark, you know? Breaking it down. Hey, the Raging Cajun, I got to yeah. know, Bourbon Street, do I have to do it? I've never been. You've never been? Well, Raging Cajun, that's in Lafayette, Louisiana. Yeah, uh, not New Orleans, of course. Uh, oh, yeah, you got to go. You got to go, man. I tell you what, <laughs> Lafayette was <laughs> Lafayette was the first. I've never seen light-skinned women with green and blue eyes until uh, I went down to Lafayette. No shit. So when I went down and I saw that, I almost got kicked out because I didn't do no school. I was doing the green <laughs> and blue eyes. That's hilarious. I'm uh, My mom's a Louisiana gal. She's from Shreveport. Oh, she way up there. Yeah. 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 Around Arkansas. That's right. Yeah. But, yeah. like, you walked on and mm-hmm. became a performer on the team. What was that like, building through the adversity and becoming a key player on that squad? And then, obviously, going to the NFL. It was just, I didn't want to go home. Right. Like, my whole goal was taking care of my mom and my three sisters. And I didn't, I didn't, I didn't have another option. Like, I didn't want another option. Like, I was all the way in. So... It was me or you kind right. of attitude, Love and it. I like me over everybody. So that's how that was. Dude, two Super Bowl rings. You've been in three. What's going through the minds of the players for the Chiefs and the 49ers as we stand here on a Friday before a Super Bowl? You can just see two different personalities, and the two different personalities between the Chiefs and San Fran, you can see it's more business-minded with San Fran. And the reason why it's more business-minded with San Fran because they got a couple of guys who won Super Bowls. Mm-hmm. Emmanuel Sanders won a Super Bowl. Richard Sherman, Richard Sherman has won a Super Bowl. On the flip side, you can tell it's more loose on the KC side. Like, they're having a lot of fun. You can just listen to the guys in, in the podium. Yeah, Tyreek Hill yeah, is, yeah, like, they, shouting out Richard Sherman. Yeah, they, yeah. You, I'm shouting you out, but at the same time, like, um, I'm, I want to smoke you, yeah. which right. I like the attitude, but you can just see from the top to the bottom, meaning from the coach to the players, that San Fran have this business, what well, we call it business, mm. <laughs> 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 business-minded 
attitude, and you so, can just see it. So what do you think? I mean, what does that mean to you? Who who fares better, right? Like they they always play close games. San Fran been playing close games. They they had the hardest schedule this year. Yeah, and I mean that's to go thirteen and three and have the hardest schedule, and this is one team. They could, they're the only team that can do both. Mm. If y'all want to play smash mouth football, y'all know we got a three-headed monster in the back. If y'all want to, if y'all want to go air out, just ask Drew Brees and company. Usually, you just have one identity. Tennessee had one identity, Derrick right. Henry. Right. When you think of KC, you think of Patrick Mahomes and all the Ferraris and the Lambos yeah. he got at his disposals on the perimeter. But when you think of San Francisco 49ers, yeah, you think a run game, but don't forget you still got Kittles. He's a monster. Totally. You still got Emmanuel Sanders. He's a dog. And you still got Debo Samuels. He's the dog. So, yeah, yeah we – they – they have what they like, and that's run. But they can do whatever you want to do. It's like fighting. You want to go unorthodox, or you want to go southpaw. Mm-hmm. But you that's think the San Francisco 49ers. They can they can certainly beat a lot of the teams in the NFL in a shootout. But could they? Do they want to even get into a shootout with the Kansas City Chiefs? I, I think they don't mind getting in the shootout. Really? Like to have five first rounders on the front on the front four, five first rounders. Like so, we're acting like they didn't just play a quarterback of Patrick Mahomes' caliber. Mm. They just smoked them. You saw what they did, the AR-12, that's Aaron Rodgers. Easy. <laughs> you, just, you just saw what they did to him. Yeah. So, and we get to him with four. Not five, but four. Four on five, they win every time. So, that's, so That's a luxury. Yeah, that, that's Huge. a hell of a luxury. Yeah. You can just go to the old Minnesota days when Coach T was with Minnesota, the, the four down linemen. You can go with Sapp and company. In Tampa, when they just had four down linemen, you can go to Chicago when Brian Urlacher with four down linemen. When you got four dogs that can get to the quarterback and you don't have to bring an extra guy, something ain't right. Dude, the Rams did it last year. I mean, listen, you think it's a, it's not an anomaly the Rams don't go back. Losing Sue, say what you will about the yeah. guy as a person. The guy, as far as talent goes, he's a Hall of Fame talent. He's just an unstoppable force. Him on the inside, it's no shock that Dante yeah, Fowler yeah. Jr. is his best year. Yeah, it's mm. no question. I mean, you had Sue and Aaron. Yeah. You had Sue and Aaron. That's a double whammy. You had Sue. You already know how much of a dog Aaron is. Well, he's the best, but then Sue is right up there That's with him. That's what I'm him. saying. You, yeah, you, totally. You, you, had, you had both of them on the same team? It's Kawhi and Paul. <laughs> it's like having Kawhi and Paul George. I mean, the minute the, Sue, the two on, best 3 and D guys. Sue takes the two middle on the guys. Same team? They can't double team Donald. Dude, that's a corner's dream. If you're a cornerback and you have those linemen. I'm sorry. You're loving that. I mean, we—I can't even lie. We had a good deep, when I played. We had a night. We had you're, a nice. You're, you're Casey Hampton, man. He is talking about underrated, bro. Right? Casey, Aaron, Aaron Smith probably been the the most underrated. Both of them, dude. Both of them. Aaron Smith probably was the most underrated. Yeah. D lineman. Yeah. In the game of football. Ninety four is good, dude. And you saw it with your own live eyes. in person. Every week. Them boys used to fight to get to the quarterback. Them boys used to fight each other to get to the quarterback. <laughs> Bro, our defense used to be crazy, bro. Yeah. Like, kind of is crazy now, though, man. Nah, it won't. Nah, we was. It's a finesse crazy. We was putting people to sleep crazy. Yeah. Like, hey, uh, who's the best? Who's the best guy right now on that offense? Which offense? No, that's that. We used to look at the roster. Oh. And be like, <laughs> who's the best guy on the offense? We got it. <laughs> hey, let's put him to sleep. <laughs> 
That's putting to sleep. That was the mentality you had. Hey, whoever, whoever hits the hardest, the longest, that was our mentality. We taking the soul out of a man. That 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 was our that was our motto. Let's take the soul. Let's let his mama, his sister, his grandma know that he's not a man no more. That's deep. Let's take the soul. Like it, I've never bro, wanted to not play brain, NFL football so much so much in my entire. I want to run through a brick wall. Brainwashed. My linebackers used to brainwash. Take the soul out of I mean, Mike. Hit him so 90, hard he just stands on the sideline. Doesn't want to come back in. Take, he's tap, take the soul out of him. Ninety-two is the scariest play I think I've ever seen. I mean, Ray Debo? Lewis is great. Yeah, yeah, Debo, Debo, Debo. But I tell you what, James Ferrier. Oh, dude, he was he was lit. You want to nice. you want to talk about? <laughs> <laughs> I feel you. I feel your energy. I know. Yeah, yeah. And, and I'm like diagonal it. from you. I'm like right in your and line he of did fire. It, and he did an attitude like pot dog. That was his nickname because he had a pot belly when he was small. Because so his parents used to call him pot dog. And, but y'all know him as James Ferrier. Pot dog. Man, I ain't never seen I ain't never seen a man hit people that hard. I'm talking about knock outs. And he told he told us, us meaning secondary guys, we're not hitting low. He said we FaceTiming. So in order to play in that secondary, you had to FaceTime. And yeah. you had to run through them. Right. Yeah. So, like I said, I've been brainwashed. Like, them dudes, I would rather knock somebody out than catch an interception. That was the mentality when we played yeah. as, as a secondary. If you played corner when I played corner, we got more praise than knocking somebody out and catching picks. Dude, Palomalo was jumping over linemen. That was his gig, man. man. Hit him. We call him Baby Jesus. <laughs> Literally, dude. They're like, bro, how you know that play was about to happen? You must have talked to the good man above. The, the huh? hair. It's Literally. the hair, dude. Shh, this dude. Special. What did he used to say when they would? When you have to say your college, what was your – you had one great one. Swagging. Yeah. That's what it was. Swagging University. That was it, man. Yeah. <laughs> like 12 They thought years. I was crazy. 12, 12 years, years bro. 12 years, dude. And consistently the same team. I mean, you just don't see that very often. Right. You have Eli. You have Brady. You have all these guys. But you In any well. sport. In any what sport a blessing. anymore, man. No, it, it really, it really is a blessing, bro. Like I, I be telling people, I went to school twice. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> you know, yeah. you know, I went to school twice. I had to go from elementary school to, to high school. Then I had to go to school from, you know, playing the league. Man, it's hard. Like yeah. I be telling people, like it's, it's hard getting in there. It's hard to even stay because they're trying to drive for bigger, younger, faster, cheaper versions right. of you totally. every year. You got to as an organization. And if, if you're not staying healthy, there's a guy right behind you, right, who's ready to go for your spot. Availability is the best ability. Yeah. So you gotta you gotta stay healthy. You got yeah. and that was that was I was known for that. Like I was known not taking no days off in the off season. You know, if you had to work, off seasons used to be so good. Coach Kyle and Coach Tomlin. If they if they knew you was working out with Ike Taylor in the offseason, you didn't have to do conditioning. It was already understand. If you working out with Ike, you down in Orlando working out with Ike? Okay. Sweating your ass off? Is, that where, is that where you live right now? Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to get a workout in, and that's all I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Y'all, y'all ain't doing no conditioning. If wow. I know y'all working out with Ike, y'all ain't doing it because y'all going to be in the best shape. We ain't got to worry about you putting no hamstring. I ain't got to worry about you being hurt. I know Ike gets up at 5, 6 o'clock in the morning to go work out. I ain't got to check and see where he at. Like, I know y'all going to be ready. Man, I had, like, 
15, 20 Steelers. That one for two for like a two year span. I always had like five or six with me. About a two year span, I had like 10 to 15 Steelers with me, staying at the house. And that made us even tighter. Yeah. yeah totally. In the off season, you're eating together, you're hanging out. It's not even like you're training together. You're doing a it's, bunch of other things together. So That's now, I, is, I, so now I just look at you like I know what you don't like in food. I know what you do like. I know what kind of drink you like. I know what kind of girls you do and don't like. I know when your mama pissed you off. I know when your girlfriend pissed you off. Like you be around each other for so long, it's your you brother, just pick, dude. You pick up it's the family. tendencies. It's family. Yeah. I gotta ask you one more question. Yeah, yeah. You love game film. Yeah. Young corner right now, who we should be looking out for. Mm. A young guy in the league. Coming right? out of college or the league? If you can give me one if you can oh. give me one of each, that'd be great. If, if you, not, all good. If you give us the same guy that we love out of college, it's just gonna give us more confirmation. But well you know, Del Pitt for me is he's my guy coming out of college from L S U. Like yeah. yeah. He's a he's not as aggressive as Honey Badger, but he can roam like a Ed Reed. Always in the right place. Yeah. Always opportunity. Dude. Yeah. Totally. Um, you you watch much of Stingley? I love Stingley. Dude, nasty. I said my, this. My son, my son plays um, football, and I coach my – matter of fact, we won two national championships back-to-back. And my son, he don't want to go to another college but LSU. I'm like, bro, you know it's 100 other colleges. He was like, nah, dad. Like, <laughs> LSU push out DBs. Now, my son is a, is a head buster. So, my ex is Italian. I'm black. So, he's a, he's the – the next mix. Oh, kid. I know, I know Italians, dude. Bro, yeah. my son and he, my son asked me like, "Daddy, were you hitting like this at 12?" And I straight tell him like, "Not at all, bro." Yeah. Like, bro, you coming? Like, you really taking us? Because he still remembers in the locker room, Daddy. Now I know with James and Joe, Joey, and. Pot dog and Larry Foot. Now I know what they mean by taking the soul out of kids. Those are grown men. Yeah. Grown men. IT, thank you so much, man. Appreciate you it. Del Pitt. All, All right, right we'll do it, baby. Appreciate it. All right. Ike's good, man. Total student of the game. You see when he talks about the game, his eyes light up. I mean, that's the only issue I'd say ever for podcast. You can't see these guys' eyes. When you, when you hit something that they're really interested in, and Ike, that be football, Boom, his eyes light up like a Christmas tree. It was a pleasure just watching him and listening to him talk football. Hope you guys enjoyed that one. Just as good, honestly. I hope this guy gets some kind of sick analyst job because he's electric. Brandon Flowers, enjoy. At hometown, it was Bouquet because I got a big family, so Bouquet of Flowers, that's why my name is Bouquet. Okay. In uh, college, it was just B-Dot, and then in the NFL, it was B-Flow. B-Flow. Yeah, yeah, That's nice. B-Flow. Yeah. See, B-Flow's good. So Brandon whenever Flo- I hear my name, yeah. like, whatever, like, nickname I get is where I know I know people from. So Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah well, I'm going to call you Bouquet. You're going to th- <laughs> <I'm gonna laughs> throw know, you off, like, dude. you like, we've been friends for a long time. School. Yeah. 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 <laughs> You've known me only for a little bit, but I'm, it's going to get real comfortable real quick. Brandon Flowers joining the boys, the Believe Podcast Network, and Ryan Dirude of LA Football Network, Joshua Fisher, Alexander Tisopoulos of the Charity Stripe Podcast. How you feeling being down in Miami, baby? The team's back in it in the Super Bowl. 50 years. You know, I'm, I'm a Florida guy. I'm a South Florida guy. I grew yeah. up 45 minutes down the road. So having your Super Bowl in your backyard mm-hmm. with your former team playing in it, it doesn't get no better than this. I just can't wait. I hope the Chiefs can hold up this trophy at the end of the day, but we'll see. 49 is tough, so. 
Mm-hmm. It's going to be a great game. No matter what, I think it's going to be a great game. Yeah, I mean, these are the two best teams. And I'm a football fan. I want a great game. I even want D4 to get a strip sack, and you think the 49ers going to win all game, mm-hmm. and yeah. Pat Mahomes bring them back at the end. So as long as the Chiefs hold the trophy up, that's all I want. Storybook ending. Yeah. South Florida guy, how do you end up at Vatek? I had no college offers coming out of high school. Shut Zero. up. Zero. Not small schools, anything. So I went to a prep school named Hargrave uh, Military Academy. Right. Mm-hmm. It's based in Virginia. So when I was there, I took a couple of uh, visits to Virginia Tech. I went to the game when they played Miami on a night game. Night games in Lane Stadium is crazy. Yeah. It, was, it was the most amazing thing I experienced at the time. And I looked at their roster, and it was like 40% Florida guys. So when I went on my college visit, uh, it, it was just a match made in heaven, man. I like being away from home. I never seen snow before, so I wanted to go to Virginia Tech just to, just enjoy that whole experience of being away from home. And yeah. I wanted to play against Miami and Florida State and let them know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, I got you. For you. And you love that hokey call. Oh, definitely, definitely, man. That was the best decision I made, yeah. you know, in a long time going to Virginia Tech. Was Terod your quarterback then? Y'all's quarterback? So when I first came in, I had Marcus Vick. Mm-hmm. And Marcus, then, that's right. Yeah, so Jesus, then I had Sean Glennon. He was uh, like that bridge between Marcus and Tyrod. So my last year was Tyrod's uh, freshman year. So we had him for the second half of the season when Sean Glennon kind of got the boot. Yeah. yeah. What was it feeling like being drafted? Do you know you're going to go in the second round? Do you have an idea? What were you thinking? No. So I was at the combine. I was I was the first cornerback uh, on everybody's list at mm-hmm. the combine. I ran a four five five. So that's slow for a cornerback. Dominique Rogers Kamari ran a four two eight. Talib yeah. was clocking a four four flat. And those are guys that's lengthy too. Talib is like six, six one. Three, yeah, six, six two, yeah, yeah, yeah. Six two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His yeah. arms yeah. are longer than his body. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so at that time, that dropped me to the second round. But I didn't know it was gonna drop me that far at the time. So I'm sitting at the at the house. I'm thinking I'm going first round. I was the number one cornerback at the draft. I had great agility drills on the field. Yeah. So. Houston Texans pick comes up and my agent gives me a call and he was saying hey hey congrats you going to the Texans I'm like I don't think that's how it works I didn't watch the draft for a long time usually the team calls you yeah let you know they drafted you like no I'm telling you my guy from Houston called me just walk outside because I was watching the uh draft inside because it was too nerve-wracking I had a party going outside yeah so when my name was gonna get called I was gonna walk as if I was walking to the stage and go join the rest of uh Mm -hmm. the rest of the party so when the Houston uh, Texans pick came in, they announced we select Dwayne Brown from Virginia Tech. And oh, my agent called left me. Left tackle, like, yeah. baby, dude. He was like, I'm sorry. I didn't know they was going off the line. They told fired. me they needed a corner. Oh, yeah, he definitely got fired. fired. He definitely got fired. <laughs> well, he what was, he, they must have just told him, like, dude, like the, Va- your, the Vodtex guy, that's he's, what he he's said. getting picked. Yeah, yeah. He said, they told me we was taking our, your guy from Virginia Tech. I didn't think they was going left tackle. Dwayne Brown was a second rounder. Did at he the rep t- Dwayne, too? Yeah, he repped Dwayne, too. Uh, so that's when he made a mistake. But I wasn't so forgiving. That was so embarrassing to walk Dude, out. Dude, that's rough. Everybody yeah, clapping. Yeah. Here we go. And then it was just. Well, when you get terrible. the call, you should clarify, like, I have two guys from Vautech. Which, which one? <laughs> Not just you, like, I'm going to assume it's. You uh, would think. You would think. <laughs> and I, I kept telling them, like, I know how this goes. I didn't get the call. And like, yeah. no, go outside. Uh, I trust. I'm like, oh, could I cook me. rice? Not that well. But I don't think I would have messed that up. I think I would have <laughs> <laughs> hit that. All right. So. You slip, not that far. Uh-huh. One of the first picks in the second round. Yep. Get that call. What's that feeling like, man? It was the best feeling ever. Just to have that experience over with and yeah. me just waiting. Mm-hmm. And 
always admired Herm Edwards as a coach. So getting a chance to go play for that guy, he was a great defensive, defensive back, back in the league. Guy, yeah. yeah, and if you ever met Herm Edwards, he's just a great person, a great, great person. guy. You know, so coming from Virginia Tech and playing for Coach Beamer, a legendary coach, mm-hmm. I always wanted to go with a similar, you know, type of coach. It's just easy to gel with. So being there in Kansas City, getting drafted, and at the time, Patrick Sertan was the uh, other corner. He was in year 12. Mm-hmm. His brother married my uh, first cousin. So in high school, when he played with the Dolphins, I was spending the night over his house, yeah. and he kind of, like, was a guy that I always looked up to in yeah. high school, in college, always going to his Dolphin games. And my first year in Kansas City, my first start, I'm on the opposite sides of him. So it was a cool experience. Yeah. Did he become kind of like when you guys were playing together, like a guy? mentor, like the guy you went to with all your questions as you made your way into the league? Definitely was my mentor when I stepped in the building. And at the time, I was I was uh, penciled in as a starter, day one. It wasn't, hey, you're competing with this guy, we'll see who went in camp. Hmm. It was like, nah, you're the guy. And we're a team in the NFL, but guys are fighting for their livelihood. So yeah, right. you don't know what kind of looks you're going to get in the building. So for him putting his arm around me and saying, this is my guy, and you have Napoleon Harris who's like in year 12 at the time. You got mm-hmm. Donnie Edwards in year like 14 at the time. You got all these old guys, and you the only young buck being a starter. It's like yeah. got a lot of pressure on me. But he took a lot of pressure off me just letting me know how good of a player I was. Don't worry about anything. They respect you just like they respect and me. The so. fir- it's the first time, like no offers. Yeah. You have to fight your way to get into Vodtech. Yeah. First time you're like, all right, you this is yours. Yeah. You're yeah. The star. I mean, oh, that man. must have been like a nice feeling. And I didn't man. take it for granted, just no knowing good. how how, how hard, hard it yeah. was for me to claw up and get to where I'm at now. I always had that underdog mentality, so mm-hmm. that took me far. Yeah. What's yeah. that? What's the organization like? You know, the Hunt family obviously highly respected. KC loves the Chiefs. I mean, the Chiefs kingdom is. It's great. You, you don't find too many people better than the Hunts because they really care about you as says, a man. person. Yeah. In, in this game, you don't even fault owners, general managers, of just liking you as a football player because that's all they signed up to like you for. Like, we bring you in to win right. games, and that's right. all we do. But the Hunts just provide so much for their players and their franchise on, are you okay? Do you need somebody to talk to? How's everything going? He's just, just a great person. Him, his wife, Gives his family. Shit, yeah, yeah, yeah. It it, it, it's the best thing ever. So just him having a chance to just hold up his father's trophy last week in Kansas well, City. two weeks time. ago. Yeah, yeah, in Kansas first City. Time. Super like, cool. It, it yeah. means a lot. And then the story with Andy Reid. I played with him one year, one of the greatest guys. Yeah. I never thought it would be a better head coach than Herm Edwards on a pro level, but then I encountered Andy Reid. Yeah. And I just hope he can get this monkey off his back, get this ring. I think he'll win three more. If he can just get that one and he yeah. don't have to overthink oh, yeah. it, especially having Patrick Mahomes. Dude, he so is so gnarly. I mean, what's it like going as a walrus. corner, man? I mean, you play for the Chiefs, play for the Chargers. In kind of the heyday, you, you went against Peyton. You went against Brady. You went against Big Ben. What's it like stepping Breeze. up on the field, yeah. Breeze, against these corner these quarterbacks? It's hard because right now – it. It's tough because it was harder for us as defensive backs because those guys are so smart. Mm-hmm. So when they come to the line, guys like Peyton Manning always say who's the toughest to play against because he will read your defense and literally change the route of every receiver going down the line of scrimmage to beat what defense you're in. <laughs> and no matter how much you disguise, he's looking at the defensive line front. Yeah. He looks at you don't run that blitz if this nose tackle is lined up right here. So I know you disguise him, so I'm expecting something else, and that's what made him so hard to defend. So it, it was there. It definitely just um, he was the offensive coordinator on the field, and those guys for me were harder to play against more than the athletic quarterbacks like the Lamar Jackson that can buy time. It's just because well, he just can run. Mentally, yeah, he, he can, can run, run. Right. Yeah. but mentally. 
you can't stop the receivers route. See, with Lamar Jackson, if you lock your receivers down, I yeah. mean, he's going to buy time to throw the ball, but I would prefer me locking the receiver down and he doesn't change route. The quarterback doesn't change mm -hmm. routes rather than dealing with a guy. That's well, and it's also release, like, man. And once he breaks past the line of scrimmage, right, the game gets very simple. Yeah, you just yeah, have to get him down. Exactly. Which, I mean, that it's not that yeah, simple yeah, with Lamar Jackson. Simple, but yeah, it sounds simple. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. just from a mentality standpoint, like the checklist, right? Exactly. Especially for cornerbacks. That's yeah. not my job to get him down. Right, so. right. Yeah. Toughest and coolest receiver to guard. Toughest, pretty self-explanatory. Coolest meaning like when you line up, you're like, oh, yo, holy shit, I'm guarding so-and-so. <laughs> So the toughest receiver uh, to, that I played against was Brandon Marshall when he was with Denver. Yeah, just because, everything. Yeah, dude. and he, just the size difference, man. Yeah, yeah, he's like six dude. four, six five, ripped. Then he's not a soft receiver. He want to punish cornerbacks when he catches the ball. He want to stiff arm. He want to run yeah, you over. His so, yak was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so you know you just in for just a WWE type game when you face Brandon Marshall. That's what made him the toughest. And love a WWE reference too. <laughs> <laughs> so, but the coolest receiver I faced was Larry Fitzgerald. It's just this guy has so much composure. You'll talk trash the first three series of the game, then he won't say anything to you. You're just like, it's not working. I'm talking to a wall. I'm seeming crazy right now. Then he'll just mention one thing like, your sock game is terrible right now. Do something with your socks. You're looking real stank out here on the field right now. He would, he would talk some shit? Yeah, a yeah. little bit, like, but it would like be settled. Yeah, yeah. Because he knows for cornerbacks, we always want to look the best on the field. Mm -hmm. Between plays, we're pulling up our socks, pulling them down, scrunching them, just to make it look like we're going out on a Friday night to the club. So we yeah. always got to look clean. And that little nugget he said to me just – had me looking down all game. That was like trash talk, but it was smooth because yeah. your delivery was smooth with it. So it almost it made you overthink guy. it more. I feel like, exactly. I feel like Larry's a guy that's like, he doesn't care about swag at all. Yeah, at halftime, I literally went and changed my socks. It <laughs> bothering me that I'm looking at like, you right now, dude. You look, you yeah, look, you look yeah, good. Know, yeah, you look man. good. You got, no, you got no socks on this time. Yeah, so I, I know, I know. I switch it up from time <laughs> to time. What have you been up to now, man? So right now, I'm just transitioning into the analyst field. You know, I work with Fox FS1. With Great. Right. You know, a yeah. lot this year. I love just talking X and O's and talking no, football. No, you're good, man. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I just love the transition. It's been smooth for me right now. Good. So I'm just embracing it. Good. That's Good. great, man. We love to see that. You know, love, it, love to see guys jumping in the. It's nice to hear a guy who's been there and do the X's and O's, and just break it down for us. It's I'm a damn junkie, man. So that's why the end of the job. I just enjoy it more because all you're doing now is just. Just trying to elaborate to the fans and whoever's watching on what you see. You break it down and you just explain everything. And just, yeah. I feel like you're, I feel like a teacher. Like I'm teaching everybody what I see and why I see this and what mm -hmm. offensive coordinators do. So yeah. well, I think I think that a lot of you guys, when you get out of the league, want to go and do something else, right? Because you spend so much time, take a little effort reprieve. and energy in football, and that's all you've known for so long. But then there's some guys which, like as fans, we're super appreciative of, right? Because like. I didn't play college football. I didn't play professional football, obviously. Just take a look at me. <laughs> but then for you guys to go and break it down for us and to really you know, break down the X's and O's and tell us what Peyton Manning's doing when he's, when he's audibling on that receiver on the outside, that's really cool for us to, to hear. And, and, like, I don't know, that's amazing. That's great yeah. stuff. Yeah. 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 Thank you. I mean, we had Ike Taylor sitting right there, another big X and O's guy, another big film guy. We yeah. asked him this. Young cornerback. It could be a guy coming out of college. It could be a young guy already in the pros. Young defensive back, cornerback you're looking at right now who's about to make that jump and be a superstar. I don't even think this guy is making a jump. I think he's already there. Derek Stingley Jr. out of LSU. That's who we were talking about. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. I literally yeah. feel he's like going, this guy. He's going to be the first pick. Dude. That's what I said. I yeah. said this guy literally wouldn't be – like if he's not the first overall pick, he might be a steal. Just the – 
I'm a cornerback, so I watch cornerbacks every move, just the patience he has at the line of scrimmage, the way he plays freshman. the ball in the air. He's a freshman. He, he picks off deep balls because some quarterbacks, you might be aggressive on short routes, but they'll just throw a deep ball in there to try to keep you honest. Mm -hmm. But he's intercepting the deep ball, so you don't want to yeah. throw his way at all. And he's all. so physical within 10 he's yards. Physical, so, oh, my God. He has the length. It's yeah. just how can you he's beat this guy? His legs are like the size of two of mine. Yeah. That is mean. Kick returns, punt returns. And he didn't get satisfied this year. When he started getting all the pub, you still seen him making plays in the SEC championship, international yeah. championship. So I just hope he can stay hungry and just keep elevating his game into yeah. – just being the number one pick and I mean, just making history. He had, two, he had two guys on his team that were heralded as first-round draft picks and Christian Fulton and Grant Delpit, and everyone's talking about him. Yeah, he's, he's the, the best. best. But you that's know when you know he's good. And it's and it's Akuda. There's two guys. If Chase Young, if Burrow didn't do what Burrow did, if, Burrow, if Chase Young wasn't Chase Young, I think Judy on one side of the football, and I think Okuda on the other, because Jeff Okuda is oh, yeah, he, he's he, like Gilmore, he, dude. He, For some he, reason, he, they he, keep throwing at yeah. him. I do not know why. I went to a Patriots game, and I'm like, and it was raining, so they didn't throw that much, but they're still throwing at Gilmore. I'm like, what are you doing? This is the thing. In football, and especially in the NFL, guys have egos, totally. and they always feel like we're going to be the ones to right. complete passes and make this guy look crazy, and that's why the greats always make these guys look silly and they get Hall of Fame runs because when you should stay away from them, you always think you're the team or you're the quarterback or you're the receiver that's going to beat them, and he proves you wrong every time. Yeah. yeah, yeah, man. Really, really great stuff. Just be a game manager. That's all yeah. you got to do. Just be a game manager. So what do you that's think? it. Stay away from the best. That's it. And that's <laughs> why Jimmy G is going to be scary in this Super Bowl because yeah. everyone forget. You know, San Francisco has been running the ball so much and so well in this playoffs. Shanahan wants to throw the ball. Yeah. His right. father is just telling him, hey, if the run isn't broke, don't fix it. Totally. So if Kansas City stops to run like they did in Tennessee, Shanahan's going to open up that playbook and say, hey, Jimmy G. They got weapons. going to do. Yeah. And Jimmy G is not going to force the ball. He's not that guy. He learned yeah. under Brady. Take what the defense give you. Mm -hmm. And so what? I might have 150 passing yards or I might have 350. We don't know. Whatever the defense gives you, that's do. what's going to take. At the end of the day, Jimmy G wins games. If you look at his win-loss record, he wins games. baby. And then if you win Super Bowls and you have that tag behind you, You've, I mean, what can they say? This hey. is a really interesting game, I think, from the standpoint of both of these franchises, right? Because the 49ers have a lot of young guys on their team, super talented, new head coach, right, with Shanahan. And then Reed kind of has, like, a potential of a dynasty, like you're talking about. Like, if Patrick Mahomes wins this year, could be a start, the start of many. Sky's the limit. Right? Can't I afford mean, it, but they were right there last year. And the thing about Andy Reid, I don't care what team in the NFL, what they do, Andy Reid's gonna keep weapons. He calls, hey, he like his uh, offense working with like a well or machine. Yeah. When he was in Philly, he always had receivers, Same, running yeah. backs. If the defense have no one, he'll say, hey, we'll beat you in the shootout. But I'm gonna right. have my weapons on the offense side of the mm -hmm. ball and. He had like Westbrook, Deshaun. Like he loves that he make. And you know what? You could have fast guys. I mean, we've seen so many fast guys in the league just not work. Yeah, we've missed out on fast guys. Yeah. Like and, and some to injury, unfortunately. But some guys just underutilized. He like Hardman. Knew, that was his. Well, guy. it was like Tyreek Hill goes Hardman down. Hardman was his no, guy. They didn't even bat an eye, right? It was yeah. like it was his. Well, guy. then Demarcus Robinson stepped in and had like three sick games. Exactly. I mean, yeah. And let yeah. Sammy Watkins coming back and be Sammy Watkins for yeah. a game. Then yeah. he can score three. But there's like the all game. these receivers in the draft, and I'm not saying that anyone's like like I love Hollywood. I'm sure Andy Reid would have loved to get Hollywood Brown because he does fit that mold. But he's looking at the draft, and that his guy is McCall Hardman. It's for him. It's the right guy. It's not about the best guys necessarily and that's what he does he goes for guys that fits his system yeah. you can get a six five guy like a, a metcalf but that's not what i do 
I want yeah. quick guys that can make you miss in space, run for 20 yards after the catch. I'm going to make guys motion, you know, keep the defense off balance. I want to have two receivers that can run jet sweeps. Yep. So you just can't get a beat on them. So just, he, he yeah. knows what he has over there. Just, He's sticking to his niche. Just a yeah. big athletic tight end and a bunch of speed guys. Exactly. He's really athletic. Travis Kelsey is amazing. Yeah. Oh, man. Always yeah. finds a pocket in the zone. Boom. Future Open. Hall of Famer, man. Yeah. If you can get a Super Bowl to just solidify that, oh, lock, lock him in. Lock that in. So you got a you got a prediction for the game? You got Chief, a score? I'm going Chiefs 34, San Fran 28. Nice. Okay. I'll one, take that. It's a good game. game. That's the game we all asked. want, man. Everyone we've asked has been, it's been really close. Been been really game, close like that. Yeah, it's going to be a very close yeah, game. Yeah, no one's had like a more than two scores. No. Yeah. I'm just excited, man. I'm just glad this is going to be a fireworks Super Bowl. It's not Seattle, New England, 13-9. and nine, and yeah. Seattle's running the ball all the time. Like, yeah. Nah, we go see some big plays. Yeah, you're going to yeah. see big plays. You're going to see turnovers. It's going to be fun. Good, man. I'm excited. Brandon Flowers, B-Flow, Bouquet, yeah. and B-Dot. <laughs> Whatever you want to Whatever you me. want. But I recommend Bouquet. So it's a little <laughs> more like that, man. Thank you. Listen for him on Fox Sports 1, right? That's where Fox you find Sports him? Fox Sports 1. Awesome, man. Thank you, B-Flow. Good, good right. job. Thanks for having me. Thanks, man. Awesome, man. There's no way you dislike that. No way. B-Flow, B-Dot, my man Bouquet. Just great shit. He, knew, he was vibrant, knew, knew what he was doing. We loved that. Hope you loved it, too. And last, but certainly not least, we got Carlos Dunlap of the Bengals. Deanne of the Bengals. Carlos Dunlap. Enjoy. Not, it would <laughs> never be that. You know, if we ever had dinner and the girl gets up from the table, it's not a good day, right? It's oh, yeah. <laughs> she's like, I got to go take a quick call in the bathroom. Right, yeah. She's probably like, a bad You don't come back, dude. Yeah, you're, like, you're like, your phone's at the ta on the <laughs> table still. <laughs> It's that <laughs> bad. It's what that bad. She leaves about? the technology right. behind. Dude. She'll, she'll go back to the restaurant the next day and go get it. Right. Carlos Dunlap, guys. Welcome to the show, man. Dude, what's been good? What's been new? How's the offseason treating you? Uh, it's been really good. Um, you know, I pretty much haven't really started my offseason yet. Okay. Um, for me, it doesn't start after the Super Bowl. So mm -hmm. I really left, you know, the season and went straight into my season because it's peak season for my restaurant. Yeah. Ooh. Let's hear about that. Oh, yeah. What kind of yeah. food? Uh, honey Uninhibited. Yeah. Okay. Got, got the T-shirt on. Got the merch on. Uh, but it's it's breakfast. Breakfast and brunch. Um, you know, so we serve breakfast till four. Yeah. Bro, dude. I my see. last meal, if I was on, if I was on death row, right, breakfast. my last three eggs, scrambled eggs, yes. bacon, corned yes. beef hash, biscuit. Yeah. For me, it's grits, eggs, and sausage or pancakes, right. eggs, and sausage. Dude. Mm -hmm. oh. any, any woman looking to, to court me, just, just make <laughs> some good pancakes. <laughs> <laughs> Some flapjacks on deck, dude. Yes. What's, the, yes. what's the specialty there? Do you have like a special dish or is it all pretty traditional? Our top sellers the last uh, three weeks has been the short rib Benedict. It comes Ooh. on braised short rib on top of a, a cheesy grit cake um, that we make in-house. Um, uh, the Hollyberry French toast. Um, name it the Holly Berry. And she comes uh, out and takes a photo with you every yeah, day. She should come out and take yeah. a photo with Get us. Get your yeah. team on that. Yeah, it's th it's stuffed with berries um, and two hollow hollow pieces of bread, stuffed with a berry compote, and you know come out with our vanilla anglaise. You like holla, dude? Yes, it's I love holla bread. Yes. Yeah, holla yeah. is like yeah. it's the only thing we do right as Jews. Well, come holla at me. Oh, come holla at you. Where is it? Where's <laughs> it? Where's <laughs> it? Where? I'll holla at you too. I'm yeah. breakfast all day. Word, where is it? Where's the, where's the restaurant? It's in Brickles, uh, seven miles from here, twenty minutes. 
Really? Um, so it's within reach. You know, Uber everywhere. What time just is one, Lyft. Just one location right now? Yeah, one location right now. Uh, working on cleaning things up, getting some systems, building my team. Get your thing and then, going, yeah. And then I'll, you can't you know, be like, bring it to yeah. L.A., baby. We'll be there. Yeah, yeah you See, can't. that's what I'm saying. Cincinnati's calling. I, I want to do one in Charleston. L.A., you know, the Griddle Cafe out there is really good. That's, yeah. Have you that's, been? You like pancakes, dude. Yes, that's I love the Griddle the Cafe. Best, the best. That's good. Yeah. yeah, pancakes the size of like a... Like they're massive. A mat, like Queen yeah. Latifah booty cheek, dude. That thing is so big. <laughs> <laughs> that thing is... That thing, one cheek or two? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe like 10 Weird. years ago. Where's your mind at right now? Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I, I, that was a strange direction. Yeah. I don't know, dude. Strange. I think, yeah. I've, I think I've used that analogy before. That's why I had it at the tip of my oh, tongue. Oh, wow. Set it off. I'm, I'm the best. We all laugh because it's true, though. You know, y'all, those are the biggest I, pancakes I, I've ever seen. Yeah, the pancakes are huge, but I don't know about the Queen Latifah reference. <laughs> <laughs> we'll chalk it up as a weird one of the day, man. Yeah. Oh, the, that's great, though. How did you get into the restaurant business? Like, what, what made you, what fueled that? For me, I like commercial real estate. Um, and I've been, you know, uh, kind of, I don't know, scouting the area for a while now. And, you know, a really good restaurant closed uh, about two and a half years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a breakfast restaurant. They closed down. Uh, I became really good friends with the owner and the chef. I was trying to actually, you know, buy a commercial real estate piece yeah. closer to, to the Brickell area and get them in there and get them to, you know, rent for me slash be an owner so I could pay myself rent. And, you know, uh, you know, it didn't work out for them. They decided that they wanted to, you know, close the business down here and, and open two more up north where they were from versus staying down here in Miami where the real estate's higher, you know. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, it works out for them and it worked out for me. You know, right now we're currently four and a half stars and I've only been there personally three weeks. Dude, so, look at so that. That's man. amazing. But that's we've huge. been open You're about six to bring the extra half star up, baby. Right. That's how you're going to yeah. do, man. So that's the goal, you know. Um, What's what's the vibe like? Is it like uh, yeah, diner-ish? Vibe, or? The vibe is really good. Uh, it's a New York, Chicago lifestyle feel of a mm. restaurant. Um, you know, we got woods, the meadows, the earth tones, uh, the music. We play a little bit of everything. Um, you can hear artists like uh, Sango. Um, you can hear some old school hip hop. You can hear Marshmallow in there. You can hear... Uh, Marshmallow, Kygo. Marshmallow Kygo. like dude, I, I love me some Kygo. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm Norwegian, sure so. and like, boop, boop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so, so we got a, a whole different uh, types of vibes, vibes for everyone, food for everyone, um, and food inspired by my travels around the world. That's awesome, man. I got to ask you about vibes, though. I want to know what the vibe was like in that Florida Gator locker room. Oh. I, it, I think that mm. was second to none. Um, no, literally, it is second. It is like the best. That's got to be like one of the best assembled teams in sports history. I it's honestly think so. Uh, you know, there's a lot of people creating debates on whether it's the Miami team or if you ask Kyle over there, he'll say the USC team. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but at the end of the day, I, I think I'm going to pick us. I'm going to bet on us. If we played them, I would still bet on us. You know, I'm always going to put our money on us. And I think on a football field, uh, in college sports, uh, there was no team better than the Florida Gators. Who was the funniest dude in the locker room? The funniest dude in the locker everyone's room. Always got, go back, everyone's yeah. always got one guy in the locker room. I know, crazy. but you're making me go back. <laughs> That's college, man. Oh, man. We had, we had a variety of funny dudes. Uh, some guys, you know, were funny, like, in, like, wide open, like, dancing all the time. Some guys had jokes, <laughs> but... Dang. It's just a good time all around. Yeah, I can't. No Brandon was, Lang on their team. There were so many different yeah. dudes in the locker room yeah, man. that you could count on. You know, uh, you know the invisible, 
uh, prank that we pulled on Tim Tebow that, you know, never made it out. <laughs> what was that? Can you, can you yeah. share? The impossible sit-up. You guys might have heard of it. But we're not going. We're not going to talk anymore. <laughs> about that. Right. Yeah. There it is, cliffhanger. Yeah, you can you can look it up if you want. Right? You've had a great career. I don't know. It, oh, it maybe might, it might be out. It might not, not be. No, the video definitely is. <laughs> does not leave. You know, my mind's going everywhere room, right now. What happens in the locker room in the stadium stays there. You know, yeah. the Vegas rule. Yeah, you know? yeah. man. What happens yeah. in the stadium stays well, there. What was it like just playing in the swamp? I mean, we were talking earlier. Now, you saw my hat, and you were giving yeah. me a little bit of a grief. Yeah, but I give you a little bit of credit. You know. Playing in LSU at night and beating them um, was amazing. But y'all's crowd was seconds to none. They, yeah. they hit Death Urban. Valley's, yeah, they, it's a good stadium. Yeah, they, hit yeah. Urban with a, they hit Urban with a beer can coming off the bus. So, Jesus. So he, he was ready to suit Game up. On. But, yeah, what's, but what's the swamp like? Like what's The swamp is seconds to none. Uh, I feel like uh, when you walk in there, the 12th man is real. It's very intimidating for young players, any players, any team that's coming in there and thinking they're, they're catching momentum. Uh, very quickly, our 12th man steps steps up and, you know, kind of shuts that down, puts fear in them, make it hard to communicate uh, to one another. You know, like now in the NFL, Seattle, uh, who else? Uh, KC. Uh, is it brutal playing in Seattle? Is it tough playing in Seattle and KC sometimes? Yeah, the, I, I'm, you know, don't don't put it on the record, but I think they strategically built that stadium oh, that way did. to enhance it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think it's on the record. It's they on did. the record. Everyone knows that. Yeah. Because, yeah. yeah. like, I literally could be looking at you, like, how close we're sitting. Yeah. And you'll just see my lips moving and yeah. won't hear me. Like, that's crazy. That's not, that's, that's, yeah, second to none. Yeah. But it's fun to play in. I love going on the road into environments like that. Yeah. I, I You know, one of my things is, you know, boot the shit out of me. Yeah, you like. Yeah, don't you, care. Lo- you love yeah. that. You feed I don't that? care. Yeah. I love it. Like, please boo me. Please boo me. What what away stadium is your favorite to play? in? Do you have one, or they're all the uh, same? Pittsburgh is one. Pittsburgh Rivals, at night. Of course. You know, Seattle. Ooh, uh, the New York. In New York at night, feel like you're Met playing life. in the middle of Times Square. New York is the most yeah. brutal place in the yes. world, man. Yes, that, it's that's a bitch stadium. to get to. Yeah, man. Honestly, the guys that play in New York, I can't imagine it's going through hell. Right. You could go. You go 300 yards, four touchdowns, through one pick. Mm-hmm. They'll still crush you right. the next day. <laughs> so you've been in since that. You have 81 and a half sacks in your career. You ever think you get to that point where you have 81 and a half NFL sacks? Well, the goal was always to get plus 100. So yeah, clearly we're. Oh, you're, you're gonna away from this year. Yeah. You're gonna get this it. This is the year. Yeah. You're right there, man. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, let's make it happen. Hell this yeah. year. Yeah. 2020. Yeah. Oh, let's make 2020. Yeah. Let's make it, dude. Yeah, 2020. The vision. So Just get 23. Clear. Just get 23. Break dude, the record. Great. 23 is the record. That's been my goal every season. So that's what I. That's why I set. Yeah. Going into the season. So the 2020. At least season. get 20, and then you're into the hundreds. Right. right. There at we least go. get 20, but you know why not 23? Why not? We shoot for 23 and hope to accomplish everything along the way. Make it 24. Yeah. Let's make it 24. 24. That's reset the record you know 22 and a half is the record so 23 is set it and 24 erase it yeah what? oh 24. i was that's why yeah. i was yeah yeah, kobe, yeah, yeah, yeah. kobe yeah. yeah i just i just copped the kobe piece last night i, really? I read I, about I, that yeah yeah i caught kobe piece last night i was able to you know bid on uh you know five replica rings signed my glazers party yeah, oh i saw that yeah party. that was a cool dude, that, that was, cool was piece. That, yeah. that went good you got that yeah oh dude, i was wondering awesome awesome, awesome. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. i was wondering yeah, who was gonna get that the night I was literally about to leave the party, and I, I was like, dang, I didn't look at the auction items, and I walked over there, and the Kobe one grabbed me. So yeah. I was yeah. like, yeah, I got to get this. I almost spent $700 in a Usain Bolt signed jersey. I, I wanted the Messi, too, but the, the Messi, Messi was nice, The Messi one, I was like, I don't know if this is really his autograph. I don't want to get into that. Plus, I would rather it be personalized, but, you know, yeah. unfortunately, yeah. I can't get the Kobe one currently, so... You know, I jumped on the opportunity to get something 
um, some of his memorabilia that I feel like was very valuable mm-hmm. to me. Um, and, you know, the rest is history. Yeah. You jersey swap a lot? Uh, yeah, but, you know, the Bengals do a good job keeping a hold on that. So you, you're not going to do that every game because, <laughs> you know. They don't want to replace your jersey. You know, the, the replacement and the, 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 the price gets more hefty as you go. Yeah. yeah. They, they tax you on that guy right mm-hmm. there. Yeah, because they got to pretty much get it done in three days if they don't have it in stock. Yeah. How fun is it lining up to Geno, lining up the next next to Geno Atkins? It's very fun. You know, uh, he can take over the game at any given time. You know, we got guys like Sam Hubbard stepping up. And yeah, he's good, Carl, man. I got, like him. Mm-hmm. We got Carl Lawson as well. Lawson. Uh, so we got a young D-line yeah. group that's, you know, coming into its own. So, uh, you know, they I can't like the team. defense. Yeah. The defense is good. You know, Willie <laughs> – yeah, a lot of good things at Radio Row, man. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't blink. The, yeah. uh, the um, <laughs> <laughs> I like Will, I like William Jackson a lot too, man. He's yes. a, he's a baller. Dude. Yes. I'm waiting for him to bust out and do something yeah. sick. Yeah, he's he's going. Ha- I mean, his first year, he's he, great. He, he bursted out in you know this contract year. So a lot of people, you know, come into that contract year uh, with that extra motivation and they take their game to another level. But he's been a solidified player for us for a while now. And we look forward to seeing him continue to develop and become that dominant shutdown corner because he has that potential. Cool. Two more questions for you. I this have one. You have one? Cool. For, for this one, you could tell me to kick rocks if you can't answer it. All right? Yeah. What do you want to do with the 1-1? One, one? With the 1-1? One, one. The first overall pick. Oh, with the 1-1. One, one. <laughs> Round one, one. pick he asked, one. He asks questions in a really weird way. Right. <laughs> uh, I see that. Like Queen Latifah. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, what do I personally want to do? Weird reference out of the way. Oh, Weird oh, question no. out of the way. No, no, I don't get, I don't get in the personal uh, references. I, I did make a call to our owner. Uh, you know, they, they kicked me out of that office, too, so I'm not going to answer the question. <laughs> <laughs> nice, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Made a quick phone call. Yeah. Uh, what, you want a question, Ryan? Yeah, outside of yourself, obviously. Yeah. Who's the best pass rusher in the NFL? Outside of myself, uh, who's, who's the best one? pass rusher in the NFL? Yeah, my guy Von Miller was walking by earlier. Yeah, Von. Donald's Von, great here. Von, Von, Von is like the youngest player to accomplish 100 sacks, so you can't deny that. Uh, you know, Chandler, he's been heating it up for a he's long awesome. time. So yeah. I love his he's game. Amazing. Um, the Bosa brothers, you know, these. Yep. They're trying to play together years. too, dude. Yeah. That's scary. They've been, they came into the league ready, hot, on fire. Not too many players have done that. You know, uh, you know I accomplished my my team's uh, rookie record, but I didn't have as many sacks as they had their rookie years, you know. Yeah. So hats off to them. Those boys, you know, those boys are ballers. Yeah, man, um, they're good. I don't think you could label just one player because nobody has True. reset that record that's been sitting up there for, you know. A minute. Now a minute. That's a good point. It's, a good point. it's, gonna, it's yeah. so much pass game going now, though, it's yeah. going to happen soon, then, too, I think. My, my high school teammate, Robert Quinn, he's been very close to resetting yeah. that record, yeah. too. Yeah, and dude. Seen what he did with Dallas when he was healthy. Um, so dynamite what, this year. Yeah. Who, what high schooler is going to come out and play quarterback with you two on the line? <laughs> what fool is doing that? Right. Uh, he was actually a linebacker at the time, but we made sure we were on opposite sides. Uh, but, yeah. Run the ball they, a lot. That's they, what they, they did. Then I would Byron Maxwell as a corner. So we had a pretty – Yeah, stacked team. If, I, if, oh I'm, a head, if I'm the opposite head coach, I'm – playing the backup quarterback because I just don't want him to get injured. <laughs> yeah, that's I'm, so, at that I'm so scared. I'm taking you, the L. Well, you I'm running the ball 50 we times. We played against A.J. Green, so they just threw it up, you know. Yeah. It was, a, you know, wow. 50-50 ball between Jesus, him and Byron, man. but Byron didn't hit the play in his senior season because he got hurt. So, you know, that gave them a little bit of an advantage, but 
Yeah. Go watch that uh, YouTube highlight. Yeah. Uh, first play uh, that yeah, game. I'm down, man. Yeah, That's going to be 95 amazing. 95 yards, kick return. <laughs> kick you return. Did, you return a kick 95? Hell yeah. yeah. Coach was like, we need, we need a boost. We need a spark. He said, go back there. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it. Six six. Who's bringing you down, man? Yeah, I love yeah. it. Yeah. Who wants to try? No yeah, one. I'll take, a, I'll take a rain I check on that one. I wasn't two eighty at the time though, so uh, I was still six six. <laughs> Jesus. But I wasn't two eighty at the time, so guys, guys might have felt a little bit more encouraged about doing so. Yeah. yeah. But, business uh, decisions. Yeah. Uh, business decisions. Last one right here. What's your favorite sports memory? Could be any one you got. Watching, playing. Uh, winning uh, defensive MVP of the national championship in college. And splitting MVP with Tim Tebow, um, you know, that was a huge accomplishment. Um, that's something that I would like to feel at this level as well. You got it. Um, and, you know, getting that Super Bowl ring because, you know, I told my family, you know, my mom wears one of the rings on her neck and my dad wears the other one on his finger. And I told them both that, I, you know, I don't want I don't want to put them in a display case or wear them myself until I had the opportunity or got one at this level in the NFL. I hope you get one, man. Yeah. I hope you do, Rooting too. For you. Only 30, it. dude. Yes. Oh, you've been dominant, baby. Yeah. Keep it going. A lot of years. Keep chasing that dream. You're going to get it, man. <laughs> I appreciate it, guys. Yeah. Thanks and go check out Honey Unlimited. We're got, honey, what's, what time is it? What time? Unhibited. 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 Yes, honey, honey Unhibited. But work. Food Unlimited. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Good turn. Good turn. Unlimited food, but we don't have bottomless mimosas. We have mimosa kits. Okay. So we Ooh. give you the bottle, you create your own mimosas, and do what you as you please. And maybe tomorrow morning, 7.30 a.m., we'll be there before uh, yes. we come I'm here. Down. And yeah, now, now what you got to do, you got one thing on the menu with Halle Berry involved. you yes. got to you got to mix Latifah. in Queen Latifah now. <laughs> oh, yeah, you got yeah. to. In some way. To me. I don't yeah. want any credit. Gotta have come up with some Queen, queen cakes. <laughs> some Queen cakes or the, the waffle. Yeah, the, the waffle, waffle with a bunch of berries. Yeah. Queen Latifah. Oh, I got to think of something. Yeah, get the juices flowing. probably spin something. The juice is flowing. Oh, God. This, this is taking a wrong turn. <laughs> that's that that's that's a common term, man. Yeah. That's a common term, man. Yeah. That's just not we'll, a me. We'll, we'll drizzle the honey all over. Yeah, there you that? go, yeah. man. All right. <laughs> Carlos done that. Thanks for joining us. That was a fun Thanks one, man. So Thanks, much. Thanks, brother. That's it. Great show. Hope you guys enjoyed a lot of great interviews. It's Super Bowl LIV, the Believe Podcast Network. Find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, anywhere you get your podcast. Come into a store near you. We out you. We love you. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.